I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about Wednesday, the hit new Netflix series. Did you watch from, it? Uh, I might have. Did you? I might withhold my what's happening hoops if you did. <laughs> I might have glanced at oh, it. Oh boy, Wednesday, huh? Yeah, this is like the hit new uh, series. Is it really a hit? Netflix always has like fake stories. Listen to this headline. Mm. Wednesday is the most hours viewed in a week for an English language series on Netflix of all time. Who wrote that headline? The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the Wednesday is doing really well. It's the most uh, watched show by people in Idaho on a Thursday in August. Kind of the A24 of uh, releases, if you ask me. But yeah, they always have a bunch of like asterisks on their these headlines so i don't even know what to believe yeah that sucks probably them saying this but they don't release their figures in a real way so we just have to take them at their word which and, i don't but yeah i watched a couple episodes of this because uh luis guzman friend of the show plays uh mr adams the father gomez of the Ad- yes gomez, gomez. and Catherine zeta jones douglas is in there <laughs> are they married still I feel like they went through a crippling divorce where he, actually, I don't know. They probably make about the same money. So I don't think anybody got taken there, but. I think they survived him blaming her for him getting throat cancer. Right. I, ate, I ate Catherine Zeta-Jones pussy too many times and it rotted my my throat. I think those two crazy kids survived. That. I have throat cancer. Like what, on, on what planet would you need to reveal that information? No <laughs> one's going, Michael, Michael, where did your HPV related throat cancer come from? Well, we were, and we were glad that he Well, yeah, but we're us. the worst. Yes. But yeah, this Wednesday show, my big thing is Tim Burton did some of these episodes. He doesn't mm. do anything anymore. No, he's and not he, getting ready for Beetlejuice 2. I hope not. I thought that would be a bit, but it's not. It's real. He hasn't made anything of substance in many a, a decade. But Christina Ricci is on this show, but she doesn't play Wednesday, even though she was Wednesday in the the Addis Family movies. I, I don't get what they're doing with this show. It's like bugging me. How many episodes did you watch? Just like one and a half to four. Entire? <laughs> <laughs> is it going to keep going? I mean, it's a big hit. I'm sure they're already greenlighting a second season. But is, it, is it like a prequel, sequel? What is it? like? An, I don't know. Is it present day? Kinda. Mm, sounds bad. Just, Looks and sounds real bad. It's that main girl, Jenna Ortega from Scream. It's her just like not blinking, just also, looking creepy and being the weird girl at school. We got her mixed up with Mia Goth last week. Mia Goth is the one who's in Pearl. Mia Goth is the one dating Shia LaBeouf. And I think they're both an ex, so that's probably why. That's why we got mixed up, yeah. They're the same person. But if she's good, this is just another one of those like fake shows I can't believe exists and mm. is successful and thriving. But I don't know. Maybe it'll get better? I don't think so. <laughs> the 
Paul Thomas Anderson has announced he's going to begin directing a new movie this summer, and it's going to be a sci-fi film. It's like the best show ever. Something different from PTA. Um, what's his next one going to be? I'm already forgetting that the like more current, or am I thinking of somebody else? Probably. There's. Uh, I'm thinking of Ari Aster. Ooh. Yeah, he has that uh, Joaquin Phoenix, like, four-hour epic did... that nobody knows anything about coming right. out soon. and Damien Chazelle did Babylon. Yes. So PTA doesn't have anything in the immediate pipeline. No. Okay. Babylon, I'm hearing bad things about. People are saying it's kind of like a turkey. I, I think I heard Margot Robbie in an interview saying that it's, like, really, really, like, out there sexually. Oh, interesting. So... If she's getting hit in the shitter, I'm <laughs> more inclined to go see it. Wow. Am I right? I mean, that's all, a no all my guys out there. We're doing guy stuff. My ticket's sold. But yeah, I, I want to like it. I like his other movies. I'm a big, uh, what's the drumming one? Whiplash. Whiplash. Love Whiplash. Are you rushing or dragging? And, you know, we'll see when it comes out. I'll definitely see it. Yeah. I did not watch uh, the new Christian Bale one. With the um, John David Washington. Oh yeah, that's uh, what's that called again? Like how to train uh, your dragon? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, how the West was fun. Amsterdam. Yes, that's from that guy who did uh, all those other movies. The he did American Hustle. I can't think. David of David O. Russell. There it is. That rhymed. He's very hit and must miss. He is. It's true. People talk about Silver Linings Playbook like it's a masterpiece, and I've watched it a few times. I think it won some stuff, didn't it? Didn't they both That's get awards up. for that or nominated at least? I think they did. You're right. That was a weird year, though. I feel like that was the year that the first Avengers movie came out, and it was kind of like, oh, this is what's going to happen to Hollywood forever and ever. Great. <sighs> All other movies just took a back seat. It's pretty fucked up. The movies. The movies. And a movie that should have taken a back seat. Did you see the trailer for Cocaine Bear? The new movie from uh, visionary director Elizabeth Banks. She's following up that Charlie's <sighs> Angels movie that nobody on earth saw except for me. So she's just going straight to the like B-movie kind of camp wild bullshit. I mean, it, maybe. This is, I guess, based on a true story. It looks about- like Sharknado in the in the trailer it is definitely in that like genre yeah. like can you believe we're making a movie about this called this but i guess there was a bear who ingested 40 containers of cocaine and went on something of a rampage probably wasn't as wacky as the events depicted in this film but that's a lot of cocaine yeah I mean, you got Kerry Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who's Ice Cube's son. Ah, thank you. And the final film, the the final screen performance of Ray Liotta in Cocaine <laughs> Bear. That seems apt. That I like. Maybe he did all of the cocaine that was on set and died. <laughs> I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I'll see that when it comes out. The trailer looked like almost fun. Is it a theatrical release or straight to Quibi Plus? <laughs> I think it is getting a theatrical release, although it does seem like it'd be at home on Tubi. Mm. And Tulsa King, your hot news, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone as a... Oh, you mean the best show on television? <laughs> him as a seasoned mob guy in Wisconsin has been renewed for season two of Paramount Plus. Get fired up, folks. That's awesome. 
Hey, I think it's pretty fucking dope. In the first episode, he throws a water yeah. bottle, a metal water bottle at a guy's face. And I was like, yeah. this is the best show on TV. I'm going to watch this That's right. the night it comes out every night forever. <laughs> Appreciate it, kid. It's better than Yellowstone. Wait, what? Yellowstone season five sucks. You heard it. I'll talk about it more later, maybe. But I'm waiting for them to give me a Yellowstone spinoff. So Sly, you sound a lot yeah, like Vin. Yeah, Are what? you guys? Do you guys know each other somehow? The TV series <laughs> on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus does suck though. <laughs> it's real bad. And speaking of Vin, he posted the trailer for that new Guardians of the Galaxy, which looks pretty dope. Oh right, I'm like, why would he post that? Because he's in it. They're them still shelling out millions and millions of dollars for him to voice Groot. You need me to show up and say we are Groot, or just I am Groot. Just the one, or what am I doing? His enormous paychecks. Yeah. Speaking of enormous paychecks, did you see that Britney Spears is doing a musical in 2023? A word? Mm. I mean, about her own cuts? Is this like a... I honestly have no clue. But if it were up to me, it would just be like a staged Broadway theatrical version of her like dissociated dancing around her living room with a belly shirt on from 1998 with like doll's eyes she's just gonzo since they lifted the conservatorship and i the whole free britney movement is just like just letting her be as mentally ill as possible in public you're not a part of the free britney movement i'm not i think they should lock her up wow lock her up lock Lock her up up. i mean britney she's got to go folks I don't uh, I don't know what's going on with her. I haven't followed her. She posts like weird naked selfies with like her odd body. She's not even like fat or out of shape or anything. She just has an odd shape now. Mm. And you know, not, I don't want to talk about women's bodies. I'm woke. I'm good. Yeah. But that's not appropriate, Ryan. But I just the the whole the thing is like she'll post some crazy video in her living room, mm. like looking like a lunatic. And then the comments will just be remarkably positive. There's nobody in there saying like, hey, uh, you good? She's just doing her thing. I guess, yeah. So now there's a musical. I don't even know if she's involved. Hmm. That'd be funny if it's like her dad making a musical about her life, just like trying to hang on, just like weasel his way into her life. to get. I bet dope. you he got so much money out of that. Just years and years and years of controlling her like entire I mean, catalog and estate. I assume that's why it was such a fight. He was yeah got used to that and was just like, oh no, my my house of cards is crumbling down. Mm. Fucked up dude shit. Um, they're making a sequel to Nobody, that Bob Odenkirk, uh, John oh. Wick type movie. I almost made the joke that nobody would see it, but I definitely <laughs> want to see it because I liked that a lot. Yeah, and it totally like set itself up for a sequel yeah. that would be all dope. This uh, this should be good. They don't say if like the same people are making it. I assume so. Mm. Begin filming next year. Do they shoot that anywhere near here? Or is that like an LA thing? I I don't, don't even remember. No, I can't be sure. I thought that was awesome. They should set it in Boston though. Agreed. Kid. Um, Alex Jones filed for personal bankruptcy. Mm, so he's right. he's thrown in the towel and the other day he had kanye on we're not going to get into it but it was the one thing i didn't like that kanye said the only thing i didn't like oh, was there was only one thing just one no he said he called dave Chappelle a hack oh man which is insane <laughs> to me that's offensive that's the most offensive thing he said i think to everybody yeah amidst him going 
Like, like I think Hitler was a good guy. It's just like, oh, do you? <laughs> I think a- I might have to start removing my Kanye stuff from the walls. Mm. It, it's at that point where, like, I if like a Jewish guy comes to my house and they yeah. see the Kanye flag, they'll go, oh. And it's like, no, no, no. I got that like as a bit, and it was like before all that stuff. Mm. But you're, you know, now Him- Kanye, he's on. Alex Jones is like the sensible one in these clips. That's the craziest part, yeah. Kanye's wearing like a zip-up hoodie, just like completely masked, just, you know, saying the hackiest, like, like I like Hitler. He's pretty cool. Like literally saying that. With like, a, like a mask over his face, making a, no sense, calling Dave Chappelle a hack. It's like, if you want to understand the definition of the word hack... Grab a seat right over here and listen to me do five minutes of <laughs> Winnie the Pooh impressions or Ooh. something. Like, you don't need to call the best comedian alive a hack. Mm. Yeah, it's a little silly. It, the whole thing sucks, and I'm so tired of it. It's like, just stop. I'm, gonna, I'm always going to listen to his old music. I love it. But his last, yeah. like, me and Rian discussed this, like, his last several albums weren't great. So... I'm good with, I guess, him going away at this point. Yeah, they're all shit. I'm bored to tears of everything yeah. about him. <laughs> Go fucking climb a tree. <laughs> I'm bored of all the like top headlines. Kanye is like the new Trump mm. because Trump is like, even like his supporters don't give a shit about him anymore. So he's sort of been in, he's been in the headlines less. Mm. So it's like the media needs somebody to sort of be the guy that they have his head on a stake. And that guy is Kanye right now. Did you see the trailer for the new Indiana Jones picture? No, but uh, Harrison Ford assured us that the de-aging would not suck. Well, so uh, I have high hopes. It's pretty sick. <sighs> this, this title, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Like Dial Soap? <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's a, an advert <laughs> of a title. I used to beat with Dial Soap when I was like 15. Well, uh, that's the secret to uh, Atlantis or whatever we're going to find <laughs> that, out in this picture. The orange picture. kind? Yes. I have like a Pavlovian association with the smell now. Maybe I should buy some. Mm. Get me in the mood. But I mean, the trailer, it looked okay, I guess. It had a few like really wonky CGI shots <laughs> where it's like they got 80-year-old Harrison Ford on a horse and it looks... Like someone zoomed in on the face and it looks like plastered on in a like cartoonish kind of way. I hope they do it really, really bad. Like awful CGI mixed with awful stunt doubling, like like almost like naked gun level where it's like Ooh. part of the gag that it's somebody else. And and it's just like so obviously not him. I they need might that. As well. That does sound kind I of I won't fun. see it. I probably won't even watch it when it's on like HBO Max, but you know, I like, mm. I'm sure some clips will surface. That's all I need. Jones, I'm in. I'm hoping for the best. Um, a few, speaking of shows that got canceled and renewed, a couple of my favorites were renewed. Oh. Uh, Hulu's Tell Me Lies got a second season. What is that again? It's like a dumb, like, teenage girl show that I'm humiliated that I enjoy so much, but I find it captivating. Okay. I think you'd hate it. Okay. I'll give Curb, it a go. your enthusiasm was renewed for a 12th season on HBO, Ooh. which is great. Yeah, I think Unf- they're filming that now. Yeah, which is, there's no way that'll be bad. The 11th was honestly like one of the best ones there have been, which I is agree. a crazy thing to say. I agree. I think it's been hot since yeah. it's like resurgence two years ago. They canceled Hulu's The Wilds. Did you ever watch that? Where the like groups of 
guys and girls got lost on some like island and Hi. very yellow jackets. I did not. Yeah. Was it good? Was it anything? We liked it. Um, they canceled it. Fuck. FX renewed The Bear for season two, obviously. And Netflix renewed The Watcher for season two with all different people. Ooh. They canceled Amazon Prime's uh, Hunters, which we were joking about last week. This is. And White Lotus got a third season as well. Yeah, that's like a big hit. Yeah. I've been enjoying uh, season two. Season's of that. been great. Wacky, fun show. Mm. A lot of babes. Heating up. Scandalous. Oh, yeah. The um, I feel like there was some other show that I was hearing about getting surprisingly canceled. I'll think of it later. Uh, Vladimir Putin fell down the stairs, soiled himself. That was a big story everyone was having fun with online. Like poop came out into his pants? I guess. Oh, that's great. I, I read that headline. I thought it was fake. I mean, it might be fake. I need it to be real. Our Russian fan base. Let us know if uh, if this really went down. Mm. Isn't it funny that if we were in Russia and we did a podcast about him pooping his pants, they could actually like punish us? Yeah, we'd probably be murdered. They'd probably hear it. Like there's some software that would pick up on it and we'd be imprisoned with Brittany Griner. Sam, edit all this out. You guys could share a vape. Oh, (laughs) sounds like a heartwarming story. She can finally have another toast. Mm. Yeah, you got to smuggle it in for her. That's the goal. In. Speaking of toast, Puff Puff Pass star Danny Masterson oh. uh, was acquitted, or uh, I guess, or like his rape trial was declared a mistrial with a hung jury. Yeah, that's not what you want to see. It seemed like... Uh, I thought like they had him dead to rights, yeah. yeah. It seems like a bad dude. He had like several, several cases with different women against him in this uh, instance. The funny part is, is he's married to friend of the show, Bijou Phillips. As of 2011, they have a kid together oh, and she is very much still with him and like holding his hand in the courtroom. I didn't even know they were associated in any way. Mm. And then like, I see them exiting the courtroom together and I'm like, is that Bijou? Cause you know, she's 12 years older. So I'm like, is that Bijou Phillips? Like I haven't seen her in anything in forever, mm. but I mean, she comes from that famous family where there was supposedly lots of trauma. You know, the Phillips story, like with Wilson, that Wilson Phillips. And then like, she, like, I think like someone from the mamas and the papas was their mom or something. I'm fucking all of this up, but I know one of them released like a tell all book. Mm. And I think Bijou was one of the ones who was like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. So it's like, clearly she was born into trauma and probably as being somewhat held hostage by Danny Meisterson. This Mm. is all alleged and this is all get me in some sort of a libel suit if we had, you know, a legitimate listener base, but Mm. We don't, so we're good. And fuck you, Danny Masterson, you raping creep. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, that, uh, I didn't know any of that. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Upside, she's a babe, and the movie Bully with friend of the show Rad Brad Renfro is a flick. That is a flick. Big fan. It's from uh, Lenny Clark, who did Kids. Lenny. Am I wrong about that? No, that's what it is. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm. Brad Renfro, what's he been up to lately? It's been a while since he's been in a project. I know, it's strange, unusual. Mm. And there's this thing called the sight and sound list that everyone online was given a lot of uh, credence to, where they like, they determined the 100 best movies of all time, and like a bunch of big movies got knocked out this round, Oh, like Raging Bull and a couple others. And the new number one movie of all time is a movie called Gene Dealman. 
something I've never heard of. What? That's directed by someone I've never heard of. Is it of. like Bollywood or something? Like No. At least make it make sense. I think it's like a an American movie from the 50s. The number two is Vertigo. Number three, Citizen Kane. Four, Tokyo Story. Five, In the Mood for Love, 2001, etc. Weird list. I've never heard of really... I mean, obviously, Vertigo is Alfred Hitchcock, right? Yes. Okay. Tokyo Should Story, we watch uh, Gene Parmesan or whatever that movie's called? Gene Dealman? I mean, Gene. I think we should just to see if it's worthy of the number Let's one see spot. see if we can even stream it. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably not streaming on anything. It's too classy for that. Mulholland Drive is number eight. Yes, <laughs> I'm in the top ten. Why? Can you believe it? Because I guess that's it's, his best movie. It's a picture of substance. What the heck do you mean? I don't understand David Lynch films I don't at think all. He understands them either. Gene, what was the name again? Gene, what? They're interesting. They're very interesting. Uh, Gene Dealman, D-I-E-L-M-A-N. It's the number one movie of all time. Okay. I have to spell it out for this Philistine over here. I've, of course, <laughs> seen it countless times. It's uh, one of my favorites. No, you haven't. One of my absolute all-time favorites. D-I-E-L. Yeah, it doesn't even exist on iTunes. I'll find it later, but... And all these directors have like their list of their top tens. I love looking at them because most of them I've never even heard of the movies they're talking about. I should really watch older pictures to mm. class up my... I watched Dogma yesterday. <laughs> I Does mean, that count? That's like as old as we get as far as watching uh, classic films. Yeah, you want to talk to me about 90s movies? I'm right there with you. Hell yeah. 90s, 2000s, done. Does Dogma hold up well? I haven't seen that in some time. I mean, it's campy and silly, but it's fun. Mm. And it made me happy. So yes. I'm in. Um, San Francisco police uh, proposed a rule that passed that they can now use robots to kill people or to like harm people bitches leave yeah exactly this is some sort of robocop reboot they're trying again even though that one with like joel kinnaman from seven years ago is one of the worst <laughs> blockbusters ever made it's just like deeply forgettable in every way and uh yeah so we'll see if uh these robot cops that they start to roll out are as charming as Peter Weller in RoboCop 1 and 2. Maybe. Or if they're fucked up and they just, like, hurt people. Yeah. That's, this can't end well. Yeah. I don't like technology anymore. I'm good. Yep. We're, like I've said this before, where we're at is, is enough. Let's just make the internet faster or something. Yeah, I'm in on that take. That's it. That seems safe. I'm watching DVDs. I'm good. Did you see that uh, Rion actually sent this story to us? That somebody in the crowd at a Guns N' Roses show got a microphone to the face. Like Axl Rose was rocking out and he just whipped his microphone into the, into the crowd and he bashed some lady's face in. Oh, kid. Her face is all fucked up. I'm wondering, like, is that like, are you like a diehard Guns N' Roses fan and you're like, don't worry about it, bro? Or do you sue them for a million dollars? I mean... You just you just forget about it, and you're like, Axel, this was worth it. I would never sue you. Right, like, I'll let it go if Slash takes a selfie with me for my Instagram. Mm. As long as he's got that big hat on, everyone will be pleased. Are you a Guns N' Roses guy? I mean, I like their hits. I'm not really familiar with the... They're one of those bands I feel like they got a, a dynamite greatest hits. Right. 
and probably like a bunch of filler tracks. I'm looking at their top songs right now. It's this, November Rain, Welcome Ooh. to the Jungle, Knocking on Heaven's Door. All cuts. Don't Cry, I don't actually know that one. Paradise City, Live and Let Die. Yeah, those are all like monster cuts. Oh yeah, Civil War, that's a huge cut. Yeah, they're pretty dope. They have like 10 solid cuts, but Axl Rose does not seem like a hang. No. Didn't he have a big gain? I mean, maybe? I'm not sure. I love a gain. It's true, you do. Or an uh, unhealthy loss, equally funny. Vince Vaughn said that he has an idea for a dodgeball sequel and that the studio might be interested. Sounds like they're not, because otherwise they'd probably just announce they're making it instead of this story. But he said they've always talked about these things. I had an idea that was fun. Studio likes it. We'll see where it goes. Mm. I think Ben is open to doing it. He's in the same boat as me. Love it. I mean, a dodgeball sequel? S. Craig Zoller is going to direct it, and the <laughs> dodgeballs are going to have a bunch of nails in oh, them and just blood shit. all over the place, people's heads getting cut off. See, that I'd be Boom. jazzed for. They, That's they, a green light. It's just like a, it's like Bone Tomahawk meets dodgeball, like some guy getting scalped and torn in half in front of a, a locked-up Kurt Russell. I don't know why I got to go ahead and <laughs> merge my two uh, characters that I play. Serious Vince Vaughn uh-huh. movies are wildly underrated. I'm a fan. Cool, dry place. Um, the prime gig. I didn't even hate True Detective season two. I thought he was good in it. <laughs> I thought you'd like spit your drink out at me mentioning prime gig, but <laughs> oh, the prime gig! <laughs> I looked at my prime gig DVD the other day, and it made, gave me a big laugh. The prime gig. Me pushing clay pigeons on everybody. His first David Dobkin movie that no one on earth but me has ever watched and enjoyed. Yeah, I remember that was like your first collection. You collected mm. like all the movies he was in. I kind of gave up with a few of the, like, I don't own a hard copy of the internship, but (laughs) like I would. God for that. I used to watch the internship on my laptop or my iPad every time I got on a plane. That's fucked up. Entire movie. That's insane. Like I just wouldn't think about what to watch. I would just throw on the internship. Wow. Like I got us an interview at Google. (laughs) Wow. He's watching us again. Uh, how'd your Spotify wrapped turn out? Um, full of turkeys, Mm. I guess. I don't know if I even have it like as a thing, but I'm always hoping mine will be funnier than it is. Mine wasn't funny enough either. Yeah. Yeah. Like last year, my Vin Diesel was all over mine because that was the year he dropped, uh, that first single feel like I do. Do you want to hear a couple of my top hits? I do. The uh, the songs from the show, obviously, so I won't list those. Mm. Um, John Mayer's Last Train Home was my number one song that's not a show song. It's a cut. Which is probably the song of the year, in my opinion. Safe. Pusha T, Diet Coke, Easy, uh, The Game, and Kanye West. Oh, word? Somehow a couple of older hip-hop songs that make sense, like California Love and n-word in paris very cool very um, cool few joke songs few country songs mm. like luke combs morgan wallen were both up there a lot of eminem a lot of jay-z other than that pretty much like basic like rolling stones beatles nothing what don't you listen to yeah so funny <laughs> top one percent of drake great tiktok bit yeah That's- that guy's funny that like makes the rounds every year, and every time it does, I'm like, this deserves it. This is a great bit. And uh, yeah, mine were all silly. Bug Main was in the top five, though, which I love to see. Genuinely a huge fan. 
check him out. Yeah, we need him on the show. Bug, if you're listening, you're welcome. Yes, anytime. Mm. His his resurrection is imminent, I feel. Mm. And there was another trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie, which, uh, did you see this? I saw the first one. They had a new one that just showed like more stuff. And... What do you it, think? It had a moment that kind of floored me. I got to be honest. I'm embarrassed. In a at, good way? Yeah. Okay. Because they just showed, just because it was unexpected. No judgment. And uh, they had Mario. He's like racing around and something. Then he like goes through these clouds and lands on Rainbow Road, like from Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. Just because I didn't expect like Mario Kart stuff right. to pop in. And it was just a total like... You know, they're just like, here's something recognizable. And I was like, fuck, it worked on me. I like mm. want to see this suddenly. I'm a fucking idiot 12-year-old. Wahoo! I played Mario Kart the other day and got the shit kicked out of me. Because it was like 6 mm. in the morning here. And I think whatever time it was in Japan. Because it was I was playing mostly with Japanese people. Because they mm. show you the flags. And I was getting legitimately lapped. Like I was in like ninth place the entire time. Mm. No matter what I got, I got like the bullet thing. I got the star. I got everything. I couldn't. Yeah, that's a tough one to play online because when you play with, you know, people on the same TV, I feel like it's easy to sneak ahead. But mm. everyone's so good online, it's not even fun. Right. I'm decent, and like every now and then, if I play in this country, in this country, I can do okay. But when I play worldwide, I get fucking killed. Yeah. So we should not go to war with Japan. I agree. Again. It's solely for this reason. And Aubrey Plaza. Fucking. It's been making the rounds. Uh, I guess because she's on the White Lotus season two at mm. this moment. She um, talking about how she doesn't watch Ted Lasso. Okay. Whatever's super popular, I'm always like, no, I have an aversion to things that everybody else is doing, which reminded me of somebody. Who? I don't know. I'm yeah. not Monty? sure. Who. Not me. No, no, couldn't be you. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, that's a cool girl thing to oh, say. Oh, yeah, she rules. I used to see her when I was in California. She was in a lot of my yoga classes, and she was always with, I think, the dude that she's married to now. Ooh. And I would always kind of like look back and be like, hey, so uh, fucking, you want to go fucking get a room at the White Lotus, baby? I don't even remember what she'd been in besides Parks and Rec at that point, because I've never really been a Parks and Rec guy. Mm. Um, But she's got an interesting filmography. Yeah. And she's funny. She was also saying, uh, she was talking about the theatrical experience, how important it is to go to the movies. And then said, basically, it's me, Steven Spielberg, and Martin Scorsese out there (laughs) trying to. Trying to, uh, you know, like make people aware. She's the funny part she's is being she, cheeky. She's not wrong, and I'm sure she really does believe that. But if, like, I don't know, the Russo brothers called her up to be in a Marvel movie and they offered her twenty, thirty million dollars, she'd mm. do a backflip and oh, be sure. on the cover of every magazine tomorrow. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any other news going on. Did you see that actually speaking of superheroes, Antonio Banderas said that he would like Tom Holland to play Zorro next. What is up with everyone who works with Tom Holland like demands that he become the new like Mark Wahlberg was in that hey, Uncharted movie and he's like when they make a biopic about me, I want Tom Holland to play me. Yeah. It's like first of all, they're never going to fucking do that. 
And like, he wouldn't play it. Why would any of this happen? Yeah, let's make a biopic of just 1992 when you blinded the Asian guy and said the N-word a lot of times and chased black people out of your neighborhood. That might win Tom Holland the Oscar. That's the only thing we're going to cover, Mark. Not your rise to stardom, (laughs) not you rapping, not you in your fucking underwear, just you being a racist piece of shit. It's going to be like that Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs biopic where they just zero in on a few moments in a life. They don't cover all of it. Exactly. We're just going to cover Mark. Mark's fucked up dalliances. Exactly. The work. Yeah, that, I need that. I really do. I'm t- I, just like him doing like fake movie. He's like, I'm on the movie set of whatever it is that I'm filming. And yeah. the DJ Khaled Jordans just got delivered and I'm going to put them on and I'm going to wear them on the camera and nobody can stop me. I think Tom Holland should play DJ Khaled in it's a like, movie. That'd that's, be great. That's not real. Like the director's not just going to let you change footwear in the middle of a scene. Like in in the in the clip, he's like, "Don't worry about it. You can edit the shoes out later, or like edit them." And it's like, "That's no, that's not real. Like this is a fake stunt, and they're ugly fucking shoes." <laughs> yeah, that also reminds me. There was a Wahlberg story the other day where I guess he auditioned for or was almost cast in Brokeback Mountain. I almost just spit my diet coke out. Really? Be- before he was like, he was like, "I read the script and like it was a little gritty." Because I didn't realize there was fags in it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, are you really going to make this? This is Ang Lee. What are, you, what are you thinking, buddy? Him and Heath Ledger. Yeah. I wish I knew how to quit you. Yeah. I mean, just imagine Give me him, a kiss. him in either of those roles in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> him with a mustache and a big cowboy hat and like a denim vest. That's right. Yeah, here we are in the middle of nowhere. Let's have gay sex. <laughs> just use your spit as lube and fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Ang, do I really got to say this? I better fucking win an Oscar if I'm going to do all this shit. Hey, Scott, Ang, I see you guys leaving the theater. Why are you walking out, you homophobes? I mean... Us at the Loring Hall and like that upper deck in the middle of like December, and it was probably like 40 degrees, if not lower, so they had the heat up to like 98 degrees, and it was all rising. I remember mm. being in that theater and being very hot. <laughs> Was that a winter release? It must have just because we were watching Brokeback. It got a little just hot under the collar. Had to exit the theater. Suck at each other's <laughs> dicks. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that, this uh, isn't homophobic. We're okay with it. It's so chill. But yeah, that is actually a really good movie. And it of course, is, yeah. I, I didn't want to leave at the time. I was waiting for the big finish. Yeah. And uh, even you, then. You used to let me steamroll you into leaving movies more than you do now. Now you, you take a stand and you refuse to leave, which mm. I respect. It's like, you know what? You're like, let's get that big finish. I want to watch every second of this piece of shit. Just take a stand. So buckle up. Take a stand together. But yeah, uh, release the Mark Wahlberg cut of Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) That's my new new campaign. It's him and, uh, I don't know, uh, Randall Park. (laughs) I promise I won't blind you. Let's have gay sex. This is me solving the problems of my past. Yeah. By being a nice guy to, to Randall Pack. Come in my ass. Wahlburgers. I mean... Should we take a break yeah. after that, like, strange, <laughs> like, racist, homophobic nightmare? Yeah, I think we should. Okay, great. And we'll be right back with a full review of Father Stew. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hey, team. We're back. This is a fucking, it's a big cut. 
my fourth coffee is kicking in now and I have the shakes. <laughs> He's snapping. He's feeling the beat. Did you ever see uh, the Rocket Man, the Elton John picture starring friend of the show Taron Egerton? No, but now that Blackbird had me so captivated, I'm more intrigued to dig in on his other projects. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed Rocket Man. I saw it in the theater with Joey. Mm. We both thought it was a picture Couple of, of substance. Mo's. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sitting in his lap, just enjoying the Elton John saga. I love Elton John, actually. I think yeah. he's fucking outstanding. We saw him, speaking of Joey, I saw him with Joey at uh, the Fleet Center to Mm. date ourselves with Billy Joel. He is, I think right now he's doing the like final tour thing, but it's not, it's like not a bit this time. He's probably like... It's really at the final one? I think he's like unwell. So I think it's like one of those real farewell tours. I think he, I would love to go see him again. Yeah, I've never seen him. like Fenway. How much are the tickets to those shows? Like $900,000? That's the thing. I'm never going to be that much of a music guy. But like, I guess John Mayer, I paid like 800 bucks for both of us. Which, to me, that's kind of reasonable. Like 400 bucks a piece. Like, that's not that bad. I love music, but I don't love concerts. I feel like every concert I go to, I want to leave like... I want to leave. Way before it's over. Even if it's like my favorite band. Hoops, why do you want to leave? The Honey Baby's bringing us a cocktail. <laughs> I want to leave, um, but I don't know. No, I get that. I get that. Something about concerts. I don't know. It's a weird scene. I'm not a huge concert guy either. You want to know why I like a John Mayer concert? I do. Nice, easy crowd. Mm-hmm. We paid for extra for the parking, and I paid extra for an aisle seat. Ooh. We had a good loge view of the entire stage. Daddy likes an aisle seat. Good sound. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. And then we were able to walk right in, and the yeah. lo- got right in. And yeah, I know. And the line was not terrible, and the crowd was quiet and respectful. Mm. And I don't know. It was like you're in a room with, I don't know, how many people can the garden hold? 40,000? 20,000? It could be 6,000. I have no fucking concept. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good with that either. That many people, though, like when he's not playing, they were just talking. There was no screaming and yelling. There was no fighting, drunks. I didn't see a single person drunk. Like It was just a vibe. That's nice. But yeah, that's an older crowd. Yeah, when you go to a show and see like a pit, I never feel older than when I'm like, oh, people still do this? Like, Jesus Christ. I always found pits embarrassing. <laughs> they are. Like, it's like a bunch of guys pushing each other. Mm. Can you not? Bunch of stink bombs just yeah. fucking like <laughs> roaring around each other. Like, everybody just fucking fuck off. Go home. The show's over. <laughs> They're always such smelly dudes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, when I'm in the pit, bro. It's like, oh, yeah? When's the last time you got new shoes, you maggot? <laughs> You smelly piece of shit. <laughs> oh, the worst. We'd go to those like punk and ska shows years ago and just like stand on the edge while people either were in a pit mm. or they were skanking. Mm. Skanking is as embarrassing as it gets. And I'm, we've said this before, but I'm very proud it was never us. I want to say it every time I have an opportunity. I never skanked once. I never even thought about it. <laughs> I need everyone to know this. I think I've been in a pit a couple of times, but I always hated it. Mm. Like yeah, you said, same. it's just a bunch of shitty, smelly guys pushing up against you with their boobs. Yeah, thanks for elbowing me, like, in the dick somehow. Nice sweaty <laughs> elbow. <laughs> you fucking turkeys. Like, if you're that guy that goes to a concert and you're drenched with sweat afterwards, you suck. You're terrible. <laughs> That's you're out it. on that? If you're listening to me and you're one of those guys, don't listen. Wow. 
we're giving although away you, listeners. Although you could keep listening, and, that, and like that's cool too. Speaking of Spotify Wrapped, by the way, this Monty's is. Spotify Wrapped telling him that he listened to the podcast for like thirty five hundred minutes this year. I know that. Uh, I loved that. So funny. I loved how he was like embarrassed telling us that. <laughs> well, it's like five times an episode. Each episode's like a hundred and fucking eight minutes, whatever. If only everybody listened to every episode of this show five times, I think our numbers would. I can't. Popping. I can barely get through it once. So more power to you, Monty. <laughs> when I was in Colorado visiting him, it was like an experience. He's like, all right, we're going to put it on now for round number four. And I was like, he's not kidding. Mm. He really does this. And when he hears this particular segment on Listen Back 4 mm. and 5, he's going to be really wild. That's true. And yes. And if we want to get into reviews, I have a couple this week. First, I want to tell the fans about my Stubbs A-list AMC journey. <laughs> I'm now an A-list member. It finally <laughs> happened. I signed up for their version of Movie Pass, which for a a healthy 24.95 a month, you okay. can see up to 3 movies a week at an AMC theater and that is the entirety of the deal. But I, I, you see two movies, it pays for itself cuz a movie takes yeah, basically yeah. like 17 I'm sold. or so. I don't, there's no good, like the downtown Boston AMC is not my favorite theater. It's and not now great. that I live here, it's very inconvenient to get to. It does. I know. I like to take the tea to <sighs> see stuff there. It's fucked up, but sometimes it happens. Well, if you go on a Sunday, you can get that easy parking. True. I guess. But yeah, the, and they, you know, they have some decent stuff. I wish there were more AMCs around. Yes. Because now I've been like activated and I'm at all times being like, I need to see a movie. I got to. <laughs> Well, some of the AMCs, AMC is such a weird franchise in that like they were one of the main movie theater companies that got a bailout during COVID. They got like a big one. And I think mm -hmm. they used like stock options to pay off debt. And so like they should be doing better than they are, I think. Mm. And <clears throat> excuse me, some of the AMCs are way nicer than others. Like I think we went to an AMC when I was speaking of Colorado. I believe the first theater we went to might've been an AMC. Word. Correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, but- there's a lot of AMCs that are really nice. And then like the one in Braintree is such a hole. It's a little dumpy. It's fucking awful. Almost every seat is like duct taped yeah. over because someone like Oof. cut them up. The last time I went there, there was a hole in the ceiling directly above our seats. And my mom and I were there and she looked up and went, what if like a rat jumped out and landed on us? Gnawing, teething rat. And I was like, I'm not the fucking rat, mom. Get the fuck out of here. She was like the departed two coming in 2023. Uh, but but yeah, this, I don't know. Do some maintenance. I know. It's fucked up. I want to. You and Rion are in this this club now, though. I want to join it. I don't get in. Let's be A list, yeah. guys. I'm in the A list. I'm in your A list entourage. We're Holy shit. Are you guys in the fucking A list? <laughs> Mark, we're going to see the new Spielberg tomorrow night. Yeah, and but are there Asians in it? <laughs> there are. And I heard that you had a meeting with Steven Spielberg about. Um, Perhaps uh, doing a spinoff of Wahlburgers called Spielburgers. Is this true? Yeah. We're going to cook up all the Jews into burgers. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be like I'm a also an anti-Semite. It's going to be a Schindler's List-themed burger? We're going to bring back Liam Neeson. He's going to piss himself on the set. <laughs> and that's the whole show. I have a big DI, and it needs to be <laughs> fed with a big Wahlburger. Send it over now, please. Look at these splashes of piss on my khakis and the outline of my big dick. Yes. <laughs> Me and Mark are going to team up to take down a, a variety of 
I don't even want to continue it, but everyone gets no. what I'm doing. Liam Neeson yes. and Mark Wahlberg yeah. dueling and double hate crime. Yes, Somebody's going to tell us we should have done more with this next next time we speak about the show, but no doubt. Hey Liam, how you doing? <laughs> I see your big dick in your pants. Thank you for noticing. Yes. Where are the black bastards? <laughs> They're all gone. I took care of them. They've been taken. Oh my God! Am I going to get taken? You are. Where are you going to take me? <laughs> to the happening part two. <laughs> Or I wish some someone other... would take that movie off Actually, my no. resume. I, I'm going to take you to Brokeback Mountain. I was going to be the other one cast in that opposite you. Holy and, uh, shit, Liam, you look so good in that cowboy hat. And I'm going to fuck you with my big DI, Mark How Lundberg, do you know that I'm not the top? I might have a bigger dick than you. I wake up every morning so early that it might have stretched out. How fucking dare you? I'm short, but I got a big dick. <laughs> I'm doing push-ups. <laughs> There's no doubt. Let's take our clothes off together. I, I'll be at Almanove waiting for you. All right, how you doing? <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I went to mm. see Glass Onion, oh. the Knives Out sequel. With friend of the show, Daniel Craig. Danny Boy, which is only, it's already out of theaters, even though it made like a fortune because it's a Netflix movie. Right. They only wanted it released in theaters for one week. Even though I saw a story, the theaters were like literally begging them to continue the run because almost every showing was sold out at like every theater of course yeah people loved the first one yeah it was like a huge hit and they would have made uh like a crazy amount of money if they kept in the theaters but they're netflix and they're weird and they want to not make money so everyone can wait three more weeks and watch this movie when it comes out on christmas day on let netflix. that hype go nice and cold yeah it's like i don't i couldn't understand it less it seems legitimately dumb but I watched this movie. I was a big Knives Out fan. Mm. I thought it was a good, fun movie that had... May I ask, what did you like about it? Good twists, like unpredictable... Ow. Unpredictable, fun, you know, mm. crowd-pleasing, mystery. Nah, I'm, be I'm just being a, a kudja. It, mm. it, I get why people liked it. It was... People like a clever whodunit with a good sprawling ensemble cast and like yeah, I wish Ryan there were more Johnson's than... awesome. Like the Scream movies are like the biggest one we get. I like a movie where you're trying to figure out who the killer is the whole time. Mm. It's like a different kind of uh, horror movie. I believe you're forgetting about Adam Sandler's murder mystery. <laughs> wow, I am. And mm. so is everyone else on earth, including the people who saw it. Abadoo. But this one... And he's doing like an Agatha Christie thing, which I'm not even that familiar with, but like the murder on the Orient Express. Ah, ah, yeah. It's like, you know, a detective, every movie is a different case. <clears throat> this one, you got Danny Craig back and he's in, they're in like Greece, I, I think. I he's got a big dick too. You think Danny Craig's packing? I, without question. Big, thick one. Shaken, not mm. stirred. The piss? <laughs> Yeah, like, so it's not like all over his khakis like Liam Neeson? Like stirring toilet water with his big D guy? <laughs> I don't know why that would happen. But... Just dangling when he's taking a shit, yeah. My big takeaway from this movie, mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. I didn't like it nearly as much as the first one. Mm -hmm. It's Even though I appreciated how different it was, they right. don't try to just redo the first one. It's like a very different mystery. and But... Daniel Craig does not work for me as this character. He does a Southern accent the whole time that I think is flat out annoying and bad. 
and I can't even like pay attention to what he's saying the entire movie because he's just like going like, oh, I do declare. Like he's speaking in like a foghorn leghorn accent that doesn't exist and he's not particularly good at it. He's British in real life, so he's not, you know, I don't think like doing this southern accent comes very naturally to him. Isn't it like a Louisiana Creole kind of thing? Yes, exactly. Sort of like an accent that's like not really a white guy almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's it doesn't work. No. Everyone else seems to like love it and just be like like give me 800 of these movies with him doing this, but I really I tired of it like very early into this one. His the only movie Daniel Craig has ever done that I've seen or cared about is uh Layer Cake, which is great. Great movie, underrated. And he's great in it. Underseen Matthew Vaughn picture. And then he just sort of sleptwalked through a bunch of Bond movies that like people seem to love that I will never watch. He had a pretty solid run. I'd say they're like half good, like most Bonds. Like, right. It's a cool, I get the appeal to a Bond movie, but I'm out. I'm good. I don't yeah. want to watch it. This and is then, like his new Bond. He's going to do right. at least one more. They'll probably do like five somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I'm out. I don't want to watch this. I will say the rest of the cast is pretty strong. Edward Norton is a real standout in this mm. movie. He hadn't been, I hadn't seen him in anything that he'd been like allowed to shine in in years. I was like, wow, Edward Norton's a really good actor. He should be in more stuff. He kind of got like relegated to being like the ninth lead in Wes Anderson movies. And I was going to, that's exactly what I was going to reference. Like he was white hot in the late and mid 90s with, I don't know, two three really that come to mind are like 25th hour rounders and uh fight club and yep. american history x like four home runs in a row yeah and then he just spent like 15 years as like the 14th lead or like that movie where he plays a convict who has a weird accent as well mm. um that if somebody can remember the name of that one i'd be impressed i can't even but yeah, and uh, Dave Bautista's in this. Primal Fear. In a fun role. Yes, Primal Fear. Nailed it. Great twist movie. Uh, it actually is decent, yeah. The I like Dave Bautista. He was good in this. Like, this movie is a great cast. Kate Hudson, who hadn't been in anything in years, who looks like incredible. There's a scene where she's in a bikini. Pardon. You wouldn't believe the shape that Kate Hudson is in in this oh, picture. Oh, but I would. It's like, it's... Well, look at Goldie Hawn. Like, she's 80 years old and she still looks pretty good. It's very true. But like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like... Kate, get, why don't so we let's, let's, film you, me, and Dupree too? I mean, that's white hot right now. Honestly, yes. Green light. Let's go. But Matt like, Dillon's ready. Matt Dillon and Dupree comes back, and like he needs a place to stay again. And yes, that's enough that's of it. a storyline. That is enough of a storyline <laughs> to get you, me, and Dupree too going. We don't even need the Russo brothers. Just let anybody direct it, and it'll be even funnier. It is funnier that the Russo brothers, who directed the highest grossing movie of all time, Avengers Endgame, also directed You, Me, and Dupree. Which is their <laughs> strongest fe uh, feature film. I mean, I'm not going to I still disagree. remember the day we saw it in the theater. Kidding. I believe the theater was fully packed, and I had to sit by myself, <laughs> if memory serves. It was like a rainy Sunday, and I smoked weed alone in the Squires parking lot, and then Ooh. sat by myself for You, Me, and Dupree. At a boy. It was Love very that. uplifting emotionally. Love that for you. Me having like a... <laughs> at the like lonely old Dupree just wailing away on himself. Very watchable movie. If you haven't oh, seen yeah. it, folks, give it a watch. And yeah, Glass Onion had its moments. I don't know. A little boring. 
Gwyneth Chevrion also saw it. He hated said, it too, right? Yeah, he. I think he liked it even less than I did. Good. I don't know. I haven't spoken to anyone else who's gotten in there, but big step down from Knives Out, in my opinion. I love when you guys hate a movie that I know I'm going to hate, and yeah. then I can just go, see, we're all on the same page, and we don't have to fight about it, yeah. or I don't have to pretend like I don't actually care. <laughs> depending on what mood I'm in. Classic. I love doing the defer, like they're like, I'm tired from work or something. So I'll just be like, yeah, I could see why you might like that. Um, so mm. anyway, back to something we agree on. <laughs> just like, like, anyway. I'm not here for that today. And yeah, this movie's too jokey. It has a, a running gag where they're making fun of Jared Leto and like him drinking kombucha. And I'm That's just not like, funny. I'm like, this seems like a dated joke. This seems like something from like three years ago. I don't know. Didn't love Glass Onion, but mm. hey, it's coming to Netflix and you can watch it for the price of whatever. And I will say for a Netflix movie, it's it's something of a real movie. Ryan Johnson, oh. like, you know, he put some thought into making it look nice, having nice shots right. at least. It's not just like your average cookie cutter Netflix shit. Mm. So I'm giving this like an okay. This is like a six out of 10 for me, which is pretty scathing. <laughs> For me. Yeah, six out of ten's low for you. And I will say it's like it's very of the moment. There's a character uh, who's like comparable to Elon Musk in the movie, and it's just like it, it's it's a good time mm. for it to come out, even though I didn't love it. I was like, oh he's he's uh he's on the ball culturally. Okay. And uh yeah, Christmas Day comes out on Netflix. And I also want to mention that the trailers beforehand, they had the Avatar trailer followed by the 80 for Brady trailer, which really is just... Double feature? Yeah. <laughs> Avatar 2 and the movie where four old ladies go to a Patriots game mm. to see Tom Brady and Gronk. I actually am going to direct a sequel called 80s for Brady. Ooh. And it's actually about like a group of guys who grew up in Brockton going to get Oxycontin 80s before a Patriots tailgate that they can't afford tickets to because they're opiate addicts. Sounds based on a true story. Mm. Yeah, they're, so they're in Brockton. It's snowing. Yep, They've got yep. three people in the car. One of them got mangled by a dog. Totally and sick. they get rear-ended and there's no damage, luckily. And then they go back to another guy's house and one of them drops the bag in the driveway. Literally. And they have to go back and look for it with the light of cell phones. Wow. But this is in the days before cell phones had flashlights, so it was just the light of the screen. Yeah. And they find the heroine, and they do the heroine, and then they go to bed. It's a Christmas miracle, folks. And it is a Christmas-themed movie. Yeah, of, of course. course. Naturally. I mean, that's a green light. That's a red and green light, Christmas-wise. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, I'm going to sneak in my quick review of the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to go. It was... A snooze, folks. And I'm a big mark for Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn stuff. Um, I figured this would be a home run. Yeah. And I thought this was boring and not good. So I'm going to recommend skipping this. And I'm negative on everything this week. I'm a kudja. Ank, what have you been watching? Well, just to really bookend the Guardians thing, the mm. trailer for the new Guardians movie looks fucking great. And yes. I hate Marvel movies, and I'm going to see it, and I'm going to be excited to see it. In. That being said, why would he release a silly, like straight to Disney Plus Christmas special? Is it part of like a contract or something, like pressure wise? Like it doesn't make sense. I think they just like Disney Plus is all about just shitting out whatever they can. Just right. be like, we got this. Okay. And normally, like his stuff, like even that Peacemaker TV show, I thought was really mm. good. I like, liked that. Yeah. Way better than it 
even needed did to he be. direct every episode of that he did cool. or most right if not all um anyway so okay what did i watch this week i watched a few new things we started that casey anthony documentary on peacock last night and i have a few hot takes is she innocent N- yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the, my only fucking note i'm looking at it it says yes, actually. it says casey anthony one innocent <laughs> that's wow. it well very convincing doc it must have been and uh wood that's my <laughs> other note that's it that she, she is innocent and that she looks great. I mean, that seems like a good takeaway. I think her dad did it. I know that Rosie O'Donnell is on my side. She went public on her Instagram with a little hot take about it. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. So me and Rosie are on the same page, even though she's disgusting. I think you and Rosie are very yeah, disgusting. Exactly. Yes. And uh, so that's it, but it's good so far. Was um, that on Peacock? Peacock, yeah. Peacock's cooking these days, folks. And we've watched every episode of Kumail Nanjani's Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. I keep forgetting about that, but I watched the first two and enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's great. Friend of the show, Dan Stevens, putting in work. Mm-hmm. And that main babe, whatever her name is, she's good. I don't know From, if I've... Uh, it's killing me what else she's done. It's another like Hulu show or one of those that I watched. I can't play. I can't play. But it. I like her. She's, yeah, she's good. good. I'm gonna finish that. That show I think has some stuff. Dan Stevens' body of work is so strange. It is. Like he did 27 episodes of Legion, I guess most notably, which is probably where he got tied in with Hulu, FX, whatever. Yep. And he appeared in like John Travolta's Criminal Activities oh in God. like 2013, and no one remembers that at all. He played the Beast in that live-action Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> but like he was never seen on screen. It's him like wearing a bunch of like smoke cap. It's him like basically wearing like a football pads, just walking around pretending to be the Beast. They have all these behind-the-scenes pictures that are very funny. That is funny because like he got paid a fortune, and it, you know it's a good gig, but he's not in the movie, and he looks like a a goof. I saw that in the theaters, I believe. That sucks, because that was a bad movie. It wasn't good at all, not even a little. Most of those remakes suck, man. Yeah, hopefully this... We talked about last week, like Disney fired their CEO and rehired their old one. Right, Bob Iger is back. Yeah, hopefully they stop like doing the live-action remakes, because literally all of them are dog shit, and they have no business existing. I feel like The Jungle Book was okay, and The Lion King was okay? No, Lion King was the worst one for me. Okay. That one I thought was a real piece of shit. I gotta be honest, yeah, they're all bad. I don't even remember liking The Jungle Book that much. I just remember thinking this isn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. They're unnecessary. They're the same movies, just they don't do the songs, and they have weird, bad, new CGI. Mm. When are they gonna remake a live-action Winnie the Pooh that's not the one where he's like a monster? Yeah, I'm tired of that trend of like evil movies. Yeah. There's like an evil Peter Pan coming. It's like enough. Yeah, I'm good with that. Bring back the ginger dead man or nothing. <laughs> oh, the ginger dead man. Um, uh, that's a franchise. And the th- I guess so. that's pretty much it for Welcome to Chippendales, but it, it's entertaining so far. Mm. And uh, we started Echo 3 on Apple TV+. Plus. I've been meaning to watch that. That's actually awesome. That's like a, a yeah. war show where like this woman gets kidnapped and yeah. they have to... Like behind enemy lines, they got to go find her. Amber Chesbrough goes missing along the Colombia-Venezuela border. Her brother and her husband struggle to find her against the backdrop of a secret war. With a friend of the show, Luke Evans. A word. And Michael Hoosman or Heisman from Game of Thrones. I can't even remember who he plays on Game of Thrones. I just know he's on it. Huh. 
was on it. Interesting. Not in the reboot. Apple but, Plus killing it. I've actually, I'm still muscling my way to the end of Severance. I shouldn't say muscling. It's actually good. I was going to say, don't you love Severance? I yeah. feel like that's right up your alley. It's great. I just like keep forgetting about it. Yeah. Apple shows. Understandable. Just like don't exist. But well, that's good. They got Echo 3. Is that what it's called? Echo 3. Yeah. And there's, I think a fourth episode just got posted. So there's four total. Echo 4. I'm loving Tulsa King. Westworld season hey, five whoa. has been very bad. Westworld? Um, I mean, not Westworld. Jesus Christ. Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Westworld is canceled, folks. Wait, hold on. We're in the Yellowstone corner. You're not loving this season? Not really. Fuck. They're like leaning on too many things. Like, first of all, I had this theory the other day. Kevin Costner is phenomenal, and he's pretty much a great leading man in whatever he does. Waterworld, for an example. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Big fan. Legit. Draft day. Yes. No, but like jokes aside, like Bull Durham dances with wolves. Yeah, he's um, good. Tin Thanks. Cup, the bodyguard. He's phenomenal. Mm. But he's never really that believable as the love interest or like him mm. in terms of a romantic relationship is always kind of weird. Yeah, like, he's, he's someone who doesn't seem like he cares about that stuff. Right. He seems like someone who can't be bothered. He to... seems like the kind of guy who got married young and he's just been settled in with his wife for years and... Yeah, it's unbelievable. Him with any woman, especially now that they're trying to rework in the Piper Parabo love story. Wait, See? him and Piper Parabo? Yes, and my girl Piper. Yeah, she sucks wow. on Yellowstone. She's Fuck. like an environmentalist, loudmouth, and oh, like no. she got like put in jail for something. Like his daughter like set her up. It's like a whole thing. And he just got her. He's like the governor of Montana now, so he got her pardoned. It's the show's just. It's mm. it's way off the rails. So it's not you like it when the guy when Cole Hauser's like beating people yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I just need Cole Hauser who plays Rip to like put on his shades and like break through a glass door and beat the shit out of a bunch and of people. Be guys. like, oh yeah. Cole Hauser is the Kool-Aid man. Green light, new franchise, <laughs> everyone's on. Board. I'd rather watch that than this season. They're doing way too much with the the character, the West Bentley character. Um, fucking now I'm forgetting his Jamie and then the Beth, the daughter character of like Hi. hating each other because of this old, like it's not a spoiler anymore. It was five seasons ago. Mm. But like when they were kids, he like took her to like a back door, like a, on an Indian reservation abortion clinic and like got her sterilized. They like removed her womb when she was a kid and she, oh my word. she like found out about it later. And then you find out that like Jamie's not really even her brother. And like, these are all huge spoilers if you've never seen the show. So sorry guys, but Getting real twisty there. It's six, fucking years ago so if you haven't seen it yet it's not happening i'm sure it's fine the uh wow. i'm bored though yellowstone's losing you i'm bored see this one that that show needs to be like popping they got like eight spinoffs coming they can't be like i they, think they've they need stopped to turn up trying. the juice you think i it just seems like they're resting on their laurels a little bit of senioritis i'm worried about taylor sheridan i feel like They've got him in like a misery situation where someone <laughs> has him trapped and he's just like churning out all these Yellowstone spinoffs and he doesn't have a choice. I think he needs to go back to the good old days as like the 14th lead on Sons of Anarchy as like a cop who gets put on the pay me no mind list after like four episodes. Yes. Yeah, he's... And isn't he on Yellowstone as like one of the gritty ranch Barely, hands? but yeah. I don't know. I never got into Yellowstone. I tried... My darndest. Don't even bother at this point. Fuck. If they don't really, I may be eating these, eating my words next week, but or tomorrow, I guess. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't have high hopes. I really don't. And this went. This was like your series. Oh, it was like this my is, number one. 
And wow. now it's, I don't know. I put it behind fucking Kumail Nanjani's Chippendales. Oh, thank you very much. Who is, Eternals 2. He's not weirdly jacked anymore. He looks like he's back to his normal shape, which is like the ultimate waste. It's like, what did you take like? a year's worth of HDH for like two G's a month and then just give up. And it's so funny. He did it for like the most like just universally panned <laughs> fucking superhero movie that's uh, ever come out. Speaking of the pay me no mindless, that's where that movie belongs and is, has belonged. Um, but yeah, Taylor Sheridan, speaking of, I've recently also started a Sons of Anarchy rewatch. Oh, word? I am at like episode six of season one. I didn't know you watched that show to begin with. I didn't see Sons? all of it. I missed a lot. So I have to go. I'm going back to the beginning. Okay. It's kind of a bad show, to be yes. honest. Yes. No, it's great. Jax. Jax rides around and stuff. Season one, the acting is so, so bad. Is it really? It is. And like Charlie Hunnam has not found his rhythm yet. It's mm. just him like banging babes in like an unrealistic fashion. That's pretty cool. And I'm in on it, but I don't know. Lucy, like it's one of those shows, like she did this for Breaking Bad because she'd already seen that. Like we'll be in bed and she's like, I just want to read my book and I'll go, okay. And I'll just put on Sons of Anarchy and watch like three episodes mindlessly. Mm. And she just like half, not even half, like one tenth pays attention. It's hilarious. It's a, it's a funny dynamic. Yeah. Like suffering through the audio of Sons while reading a book. Yeah. It's a good bit. The like muggy dialogue, like we got to go get the Mayans and like <laughs> take stuff from them. She's just like, <sighs> just like, okay. Sons. Yes. Hello. Sons. Sons is like right up there with the like formulaic Chicago verse, like right in the fucking bread basket for snips. Bread, bread, bread. Yeah. I barely know that show, but I feel like every episode is like, <laughs> like this rival gang came in and blew up our drug bust <laughs> arena. We got to go like take them down, kill them. The last episode I watched was like Jack's like saw the Mayans somewhere and like called the crew and like he lured the Mayans back to like they're they're like hangout and they're like put all the bikes inside and then like the mayans show up and like jacks runs in and gets a gun and then they all they have like a shootout and like four guys all get shot but like nobody gets like hurt it's just like a bullet Perfect. like yeah. bullets to the shoulder and they're like all right we'll fix that later and it's like mm. like no like that could have hit an artery and he could bleed to death but like everybody's just like up and out because like, it's an fx like network yeah. show there's nobody like getting their brains blown out yeah they're like we don't want to upset the status quo this is just like a it's just like eight like burly guys shooting guns at each other and it just looks and sounds and feels so so fake and just like poorly orchestrated so i'm here for it i'm gonna watch every episode Mayans is still cooking. Are you ever going to give that a go? If I finish Sons of Anarchy, I will watch Mayans. You <laughs> yes. Can, you can screen grab this and, and remind me if I forget. Wow. It's fucked up. And yeah. I like your commitment to Mark it. that, Sam. And one other thing. You mentioned uh, mm -hmm. you bought the Mission Impossible six pack I on iTunes. Because, folks... It's like, I think it's like 30 bucks. It was $29.99 for six movies. Yeah. And these are like, this is like the best franchise out there. Oh, yeah. At this point in time. I watched like half of the first one the other day. So I guess I'll have to go back and finish the others. And I think I might cruise through them myself, oh, yeah. even though I've seen them all a bunch. Cruise. It's, uh, was it really a, is one of the, that on purpose? One of the best franchises I did. I like it. All dope like. But, uh, yeah, there's those. The next one of that comes out, I think, in June. Can't wait. Or maybe they delayed that. 
Of course well, they did. Either way, there's it's a big two-part send-off to that franchise. So we got two juicy, stunt-filled, dope action movies coming out at some point. And I think that might be enough. I think it's enough. I've had it. Let's let's move the dial of destiny down uh, for next week. I'm trying to see what's coming out. I might see that movie Bones and All at some point. Rion said that was good. Are we going to see the menu? Are we menu guys? I'll watch it when it comes out, but I don't want to go to the theater for it. Yeah. I'm going to see The Fablemans. That's Stevie Spielberg. Oh, God. Oh, geez. Movie about making movies. I'll cry in the theater. I'll report back next week. And we'll be talking about something else. I think something of note comes out. I hope so. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know about it. Why don't you cool. follow us at Enough the Podcast on Instagram at Podcast Enough on Twitter. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Seasoned. And you can shoot us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you're watching and anything else. Right, where can the fans find you this week? At Ankner and at Ankfit. Ank underscore fit. I hate having to say that underscore. That's fair. It, it happens. I've DM'd them so many times being like, give me that account and nothing. They don't even respond or read them. I think it's a dead account. And we're also on Letterboxd. I'm on Letterboxd at Scott oh, wow. Sweeney. I think I'm name. Ankner on Letterboxd as well. I want to mention a friend of the show, Brian, upgraded me to a Letterboxd Pro recently. Yeah, I have that. It's awesome. Sent me a little gift. Thank you much, buddy. Oh, and, and now it's making me want to use Letterboxd more now that I'm a pro. And I'm, yeah. They're taking me seriously over there. They're... Uh, what can you do differently with Pro that you can't do? I don't know, honestly, but Either it's way. just fun. <laughs> yeah, I think you can, like, look at more things. Yeah, I need to look at, like, the breakdown, but I can't remember what it was. I'm still excited about it, regardless. Listen, buddy, I gotta go. Folks, have a goo, and that's enough. Bye.